Hey friends, episode 20 of the Vaxi View. Who would have thunk that we'd make it this far? Thank you so much for tuning in. We are one-fifth of the way into 100 episodes. Now, before I begin this episode, I'd like to first off thank everyone who has reached out and told me that they enjoyed the, the, the show. It may not seem like you're doing much from your end, but your words encourage and fuel me to continue investing time and seek ways to improve the show. So I really appreciate that. It's only been a few people, but it means the world to me. Uh, now for today, for today, I have a guest with me. My guest today is one of these few people who have been expressing their support for the show. He is a world-renowned musical multi-talent who catapulted himself into success at the age of four years old using nothing but a stapler. He was the first teenager to sail to the moon and back holding his breath the entire time. When he realized the world needed longer battery life and their smartphones, he invented electricity. Today, I am happy to introduce another longtime friend of mine, Cade Cummins, everyone. Bro. <laughs> I, like that. I like that introduction. <laughs> you fuck with it? All right, bro. First question, yeah, why do you send me so much shit on Instagram, bro? I get tired of all that bullshit. Listen, homie, Instagram that? is the social media right. for the elite, so okay? All okay? Right, <laughs> I got you. I got you, son. You send me uh, a little too many, like I'll fuck. Sometimes I find the shit you send me funny. And I'm just like, I can't say <laughs> lol to you because then you'll just keep sending me more shit, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when yeah, I, I, when I fucking like say that. lol, you just keep sending me more shit. And then sometimes, Bro, sometimes like I'll that. try to send like a lowercase lol, just like, ah, ha, ha. And then you fucking <laughs> still send me like 50 more memes, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, it do be like that sometimes, uh, All right. Um... So, uh, why did you tell me Mercari didn't take a percentage for, of your sale, bro? Listen, you homie. I don't, me, do <laughs> I don't do my research. I don't do research. I'm calling you out. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 All right, bro. So, so, how are you doing right now, man? I'm vibing in a tent in my backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's he's, how I'm he's doing He's vibing right in now, the bro. tent, right? He set up his mom, like, bought him a tent. Your mom bought you a tent. <laughs> And an air mattress and a little fan and shit. Oh my god, it's already fucking getting hot in here after I turn off my AC. <laughs> <laughs> it's already fucking... It's already 75 degrees in my room. Oh, fuck. Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking get through it. <laughs> so, hey, at least you're not in 80 degree weather in the yeah, backyard in the tent, yeah, okay? Be complaining. <laughs> so, so you got the tent vibes going right now. So so we're, we're, we're definitely vibing in here. Um... <clears throat> So, uh, you, you wanna, anything you wanna start off with, or should I just get right into some of the notes I got for you? I just wanna start off by, you guys are listening to the best podcast in the cosmos, my homies. The whole homies. cosmos, this is, this is a factoid, alright? Factual, <laughs> backed by evidence, 20 episodes <laughs> of research. <laughs> 20 episodes of <laughs> Alright. Oh, man. Um... I wonder where we should start. I kind of, I kind of want to want 
anybody who watching this or, or at least to just document for the future, I want to really get into <clears throat> you as a person, a, an individual and talk about your experiences. So, yeah. um, how would you, yeah, I've, I met you a long time ago. Like I don't, I've yeah. lost track of how many years we've known each other. For. We're basically childhood friends. Yeah, no, you, we point. really, we really are childhood friends. Like we, we grew up, uh, we met on Minecraft, right? Um, <laughs> we met on Minecraft, the the ultimate gamer platform, and uh, we were killing shit for a couple of years, and then we just kind of stayed in the friend group as we kind yep. of matured, moved through games, and just now life, you know. And it was a long time, a long period of time where we didn't talk to each other as well, you know. Yeah, there have been several periods of time, but we've always had that connection, and you know, we we've also had like uh, moments where where we've been in conflict, but it, it's good that we've gone through. We've all made of it, it through. Yeah, yeah, we have, and and uh, you know, we I'm sure we can both agree on the fact that we were definitely not as mature More, and seasoned yeah. human being as, as we are now. We still definitely. got a long way to go, but we were definitely, definitely on, I, I don't even know how to describe how we used to <laughs> behave back then, but it definitely wasn't something to be <laughs> proud of. Um, yeah, we were way more immature back then than we are now. You know, we've had more life experiences and we've come to grow as people. Yeah, for sure, I mean? a lot. That's this, this all it's shit. about is just life being crazy. Yeah. So how, yeah, um, how would you how would you describe yourself from the perspective of another person <clears throat> right now versus a couple of years ago? Well. A couple of years ago, I can describe myself as fucking an idiot, <laughs> basically. Um, I definitely, not, back in the day, I definitely would have used much more harsh terminology. Yes, <laughs> like I would have too. Adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> I would have too, and that's that's one thing about um, my maturity throughout the years is I've come to realize that, like, you know, I'm changing as a person. When it comes to the way I word my my sentences and the word the words I actually use, you know. Yeah, and the way you uh, you carry yourself as well, like just in yeah. general. Mm -hmm. For sure. See, back then I back then I would have I would have used a more offensive term, um, <laughs> way more offensive term to describe myself. But uh, I'm glad that I'm not in that mind mindset anymore where. You know, I do use those words, but I, I, I would say that um, I'm definitely in a better place with my life right now. Yeah, um, I, I do think that a lot of just the way for both of us, the way we behaved was just like how little we really understood what was important in life and, yep. and just the experiences we were actively going through, you know, because I don't think there's a single person on this planet that just goes their entire childhood or just upbringing in general with, without having some really dark or depressing periods of time in their life that gets yep. to them whether they realize it or not and speaking of dark and depressing things man my life is i remember back when i was i don't know when i was like 13 like my you know my early teens i remember um i was a loner you know i was Same. i was a shell you know for sure man. um 
I didn't, you know, obviously um, something we didn't really ever get to see because we, we grew up in, in kind of our little circle of friends on the internet. We didn't know each other IRL. So we wouldn't really see how we like one another behaved in real life. But I, yeah. I was the same. I was super, I was the really um, shelled up, didn't want to talk to to anybody. I would rather just listen. And even when people would try to interact with me, it's like, I would, uh, I would just feel so paranoid and more inclined to just like stay reserved rather than like really and express myself. And that's exactly how it was for me when I was in school. Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was in school, I was, you know, I was always to myself and I had only like a handful of friends and, you know, I didn't even, I wouldn't even consider them like good friends, you know, they were only there because like they were nice enough to talk to me. Because, um, you know, when I was growing up, I was a weird, like, I still am a weird guy, but, like, Aren't we all? <laughs> when I was in, yeah, but when I was in school, I was, like, I was the kid that, you know, people thought was weird, and they didn't want to talk to you. Um, yeah, but, for sure. yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really gain this maturity and, like, understanding of, you know, an enjoyment of life until, like, last year, honestly. Um I was in this this relationship for four years, and I never left my house, you know? Um, I was in my house secluded for four years in this relationship that, you know, didn't work out. And after that relationship, I really started to actually interact with people, and my social life started getting better. And um, I've gained some, some cool experiences. And I'm, I know it's, it's really late in my life for me to be saying that, but, like, Oh, Sam, currently, I'm currently 20, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> you have Amber Alerts going off? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> the hurricane one. Yeah, we got a Category 2 hurricane come. Dude, everybody outside of Florida is freaking out about this Category 2 hurricane. Everybody inside Florida, it, like, doesn't give a fuck. There's, like, no... Dude, if it's not Category 3, then get the fuck out of my face, bro. <laughs> like, it's... We've survived so much worse. Like, you really think people are going to get like all rattled over a cat too i'm sure there are people who are rattled over it but anyway sorry to interrupt but but yeah yeah you're, it's fine you're uh i definitely do want to get into like uh your relationships if you'll allow it at some point uh but back to to your experience in school i i definitely relate to to the being the weird kid because it's like it's definitely not something you want to be but you're not when you're not in that mental state where you're outgoing or anything in, in any way, you you can't help but just be shelled up and not want to say anything and, yeah. and fear that you're going to be judged or whatever, what people are going to think. And, and you know that you're perceived a certain kind of weird way by other people. And it just feels like you're in this helpless position. And you know that you really aren't in a helpless position, but it's like you it's just that fear in your mind of of being judged yeah. but it's like it's such a paradox because you're being judged for being shelled up because you're afraid of being judged you know yeah so and you know honestly like looking back at me being that weird kid in school i honestly i don't regret it you know i don't think if if i wasn't that weird kid in school i wouldn't be the guy who i am today that's exactly you know I mean? it man we we wouldn't be like nobody would be who they are like all the people we admire and whatnot, like 
they have limitations and if they didn't have those limitations they wouldn't be the same people you know they wouldn't See, be who we admire. i don't know if you want to if you want to touch on music right now or not but like sure, was good me that. being that weird kid is kind of what got me into music you mm -hmm. know i remember that, i remember like i a creative outlet yeah, as a creative outlet, and it was kind of the driving force between me learning how to play guitar. Yeah, you, um, how long have you been playing guitar? Like, how many years do you I've, know? I've been playing guitar since I was 14. I'm 20 now. Mm. So, uh, how long years. is that? Like, yeah, six years. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, yeah, like, I remember when I was in school, like, all throughout my entire life, I've always been, I've always loved music, you know? My, my mom... Uh, my mom raised me on like old classic, like classic rock and, um, people like Prince and, um, one of her favorite bands is Aerosmith. So like Steven Tyler and people like that. And so I've all, I've always been around music in my family, um, and at an early age and me being from Mississippi, I, I'm around a lot of, you know, different music, you know, there's country and blues and like R&B, hip-hop, especially being from the town I'm from, um, there's a lot of diversity when it comes to music. And so it's always, it's always interested me growing up. And I remember when I was in, in, when I was in school, um, I was like, man, I really want to really go in a band and learn how to play saxophone. And the reason I wanted to be in, in band and play saxophone is because of, uh, uh, there's a certain song I forgot the I forgot the name of the song, but it had this like sick like sax solo, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I really want to be a sax player because like I want to do cool stuff like that. But the thing about sax playing is like it's so breathy, and it's it's honestly like like it's there's a lot of technique that goes into playing saxophone, and you know I I enjoy watching saxophone playing, but it wasn't for me, you know? Um, and so I was in band in school and I was that weird band kid. And I remember, um, I remember through me being that weird band kid, I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I should like learn how to play guitar. And, um, it wasn't, it wasn't just me being the weird band kid that made me want to play guitar though. It was, it was also a lot of mental stuff that was going on at the time. Um, see, I, I personally, and a lot of people relate to this, um, I personally suffer from depression. Like, I take medicine for it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with depression, you have different stages of it where it's like, you know, you can have minor depression, you won't be that depressed. And, or you have major depression where you can't even get out of bed in the morning, you know what I mean? And when I was younger, my depression was like, it was horrible, like... I was not only was I was, I was the weird kid in school, but I was getting bullied a lot, you know. Um, yeah, I remember you you telling us stuff that was happening to you in high school. And, yeah, uh, you you ended up uh, you ended up dropping out at one point, right? Because it was getting to you, and yep. you got your GED instead. Yep. Yeah. yeah See, that's that's the thing about it is, I came from a school that was a rated D. Like the worst yeah, rating in the state. Yeah, I remember it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a horrible school, education yeah. system there. Just was horrible, man. Um, but I'm I'm just glad that you know school is over with, and I am I'm where I'm at in my life now. Because honestly, 
even though I have my ups and downs, I think I'm the happiest I am in my life right now, you know? I think so, too. I, de- I definitely see it just, like, when I interact with you now compared to, to back in the day. There's yeah. Definitely, definitely a lot of improvement, and I know there's there's so much more that will be made, like, for the both of us, for everybody in our friend group, just, you know? So... The only thing I know is we've, we've come far as humans, me and you. We definitely Especially have. When, it's definitely exciting yeah. also to just, like, think about... <clears throat> what lies in the future as well because we who who i would have never thought that you know we we'd be at this point that we're in right now are you are you there i just saw you uh disconnect technical? yeah can you hear me Hello? oh i was about, i was about to say technical, <laughs> technical difficulty that's pretty funny uh, but, no, but yeah, but, no, um, it's definitely um, insane seeing how much we've all progressed so far, like in our lives, and it makes you wonder uh, what lies ahead for us, for us all. Yeah. Uh, so you um you said that the school was a, a D-rated school. Where you're you're from uh, a very remote fucking island, basically, right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like you. You, yeah. the, as far as I know, you, I mean, you, your house specifically is like in the middle of nowhere, right? It's like in the yep. woods. And, um, yep. <laughs> and you, uh, do you, I don't know how comfortable you are. Do you want to say what city you live in? Well, I can, I can tell you the surrounding city. Um, I, I was born in Oxford, Mississippi. Okay. So, which is, uh, so he's in Mississippi. I think I think yeah, that's yeah. uh that gives people a good understanding. I, I can I can it. I can tell you I can Oxford, Mississippi is where I'm born. Mm-hmm. That's not where I live at. Yeah. So like you can't really get any information from that. Gotcha. Um <laughs> but yeah, um How do you feel but growing the town up I in a live place in, like that uh influenced you? Well, I didn't person I didn't I didn't grow up in Oxford. I was I was born there, but I didn't grow well, up there. I mean, uh, I mean growing up in I, the town you do live in, in Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It influenced me um, greatly when it comes to music. It also influenced me to um, not follow the crowd because a lot of people that are from this town, there's a lot of hatred in this town. Uh, mm-hmm. Sadly, um, you know, well, I remember a couple of weeks hatred? ago. Like racism, you know, it's mm. Mississippi. You yeah. know, racism racism's still alive and well down here. And um and it, it's sad it's sad to think about because it is it's true. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago, uh we were having a Black Lives Matter rally in in town and um I was at work and we had a bunch of people come in, like a bunch of older white people come in and they were just like, Oh, this this rally is gonna like it's gonna go to shit like they're gonna riot and stuff and it was all just because of you know the racist like yeah they were just saying it because a lot of people yeah and there's definitely a lot of people there who who have no shame in in expressing their racism which is is just absurd like they it is to me those people they just don't even realize what it is they're doing they don't understand the situation thoroughly enough it's just instilled embedded into their 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 upbringing and their story so much that they just don't even 
see past the shell of their thoughts, you know? So, and that's the sad thing about it is, um, you know, people here, you know, it may not happen in Florida, but like there's people here that are still being raised off of that racism. Like, um, I'm talking about like the deep, like KKK type racism, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, I know when I was in school, we had so many, so many people that were, and I'm not saying reverse racism is a thing, but like being from the school I was in and from the community I am, I'm in a lot of, you know, whites and blacks here, they don't really like each other. And it's sad because like that racism happens and you know, even though you're not a part of that, that racism, if you try to communicate with, like, anybody from either community, you might get hatred, you know what I mean? And it's it's really sad that that happens. Yeah, like, they um, want you to pick a side, almost? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I remember when I was in school, I was, uh, I was trying to, like, be friends with, like, this group of, uh, a group of black kids, and, um, like they just didn't want to talk to me because I was white and I was like wow you know Hmm. it's sad that it's come to that you know what I mean yeah Um, that's rough I mean hopefully at some point we we start seeing more major changes it's definitely (laughs) uh you know like the Black Lives Matter movement is definitely very vibrantly present right now in in the culture so it's definitely getting a lot of the deten- attention that that it, it needs to be getting, um, and hopefully we we can start making some some progress policy wise and whatnot, you know, and restructuring the way we we really have this operating right now. Yeah. So, uh, so is there any any kind of a place if you? If you could choose where to live, do you do you have a, a place in mind? Um, hmm, kind of a hard, hard question to answer. Uh, probably up north somewhere, honestly. Northern U.S. Like, yeah, northern U.S. Okay. Right. Uh, um, not Any, exactly sure yet. Okay. Probably would do a bunch of traveling before I decide on that factor, you know? Gotcha, yeah. You'd probably be just good with anywhere anywhere that has uh, a lot less racism and faster internet. (laughs) No, I'm going to move to Frog Island, Mississippi. (laughs) Oh, Frog Island, Mississippi. Dude, this guy sends me so many frog memes on, on, on Instagram. I didn't even know this was a fucking thing. And then he finds Man. out that there's a place in Mississippi called Frog Island. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So do you remember specifically how we met? Do you remember? I, it's very vague for me how we met. Like, because our meeting for me was you were kind of clumped into this whole group of people we kind of met at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I remember exactly how we met. Okay. Um, I remember... I remember it it began when I was on a on Cool Dude's Minecraft server. <laughs> mm, cool Dude, one of the our favorite Minecraft content creators at the time. 
<laughs> he is now, remember, she is now known as Breezy. Yeah, Breezy. Yeah. And I remember, um, man, my mom just came and put this tarp under the on above the tent, and it just got hot up in here. Oh hell no! <laughs> Hold on, let me let me get closer to the breeze. Um, let me unzip the tent. Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> um. Oh, that feels so much better. But yeah, I remember it was a uh, it was cool dude server, and um, I, I think it was Beatman at the time. Uh, shout out to Beatman wherever you are. I don't know where Beat you're man. at. Beatman, <laughs> beating off to Samus or something somewhere. <laughs> um, but I remember I remember it was me and him, and we we were on cool dude server, and um, it was when it was when I guess Matt first opened his server, and he had uh, oh, there's a there's a spider in my cup. Nice. And um, he he opened up the server, and, uh, you know, him and Matt and Garrick were friends. And so um, Garrick had, like, this little portal leading to, to Matt's server. Yeah. And I remember, mm-hmm. yep. And I remember, I remember I went to that portal, and I was like, wow, what is this? You know? It's the first time ever when I played Minecraft that I experienced, like, a multi-server network like that. And I was like, the fuck is happening? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember I joined, and it, like all of you guys were in chat, and uh, I remember Matt was like talking about like if you donate, you get to meet me and <laughs> join a Skype call with me. Yeah. And it was, man, it worked out perfectly. It was crazy how much like our friendship worked out, because like literally day one I joined Matt's server is like when we met, like literally day one. Was um, I an admin on a server when you joined it? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Only thing I remember is I was like, "Yeah, I'll donate." And then, <laughs> hmm. um, should I should I like call names in this podcast or like I mean, does it matter? What kind of names? Certain females' names. Oh yeah, fucking go for it, America. Yeah, America. Shout out to America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh I man, love America! Like uh, I know you don't like her that much right now, uh, but I I never I personally never had any problems with America. Yeah, I would rather not go down that rabbit hole in this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, um, we love you, America. <laughs> All right, but uh, I remember I remember America was on, and um, I was in I was in the chat like, hey, I'll donate. Cause I, you know, I was I was a fan of Garrick and him at the time, so I really wanted to meet those guys. And I remember, I remember America was like, well, she was kind of the one that helped me get on the Skype call. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, her and Matt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. So yeah, if it wasn't for America, I wouldn't have met you guys. So. Mm. Even though, even though, okay, so America was the bridge. Thank you, America. Thank you, America. America. Um, I still follow her on Instagram. I follow like all your exes on Instagram, bro. Bro, (laughs) no. Because we would, I mean, with America, I was friends with America before I even met you. And then with, uh, with Isabella, I, uh, you introduced her to us and we we were friends and shit yeah. so it was like you know it didn't <laughs> I want to really give a little give, little yeah. uh little warning to to Brittany if she's listening mm. <laughs> uh, America 
As America is current active is, girlfriend. Yeah, current active girlfriend Brittany, which um, honestly, if you want me to be honest as of with this you, podcast, man, huh? <laughs> as of the podcast. Um, Hopefully, it says that. But way. yeah, little little warning to Brittany. America is like because I never told her about America because like honestly, like there's really nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, America is just an old old uh, friend of ours from when I was like 12 years old. So like. It's not really, <laughs> not really anything there. Um, I don't think she'll get upset about it, but yeah, yeah. she probably had boyfriends at some point too, bro. Too. Yeah, she she'll be. Good. But um, yeah, I remember. I remember. I joined the server and we all got in a Skype call and day one, man. Matt's Minecraft server. We all joined that faction and yeah. the rest was history, man. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> oh man. So but, you you want to talk about the the rest of our friend group, like or at least some of them? <laughs> and we can. Was wait was Roderick still there when when we met America? He was yeah, there, right? I was. Yeah, you yeah, met Roderick, right? Yeah. Yeah, of I knew yeah. Roderick. Yeah, so, so I remember Roderick was the OG with for me. Like he was the one who who really kind of he was the first online friend I had like that felt personal. So. Yeah. He was the Yeah, I remember Roderick. Roderick was <laughs> Yeah, if it wasn't for Roderick, we wouldn't have met either. So thanks yeah, exactly. thanks Roderick and Mary. Yeah, he's doing real uh he he's doing really well with his music. He just dropped uh an album recently. Go check out Golden Child available on all <laughs> streaming platforms. And uh his his artist name is uh Hate Sunny. H A T E S O N N Y. So Show our friend Roger yeah. some love. He doesn't really—he's not like uh, too present in our lives right now. But we—I I think uh, I speak for everyone <laughs> in our friend group right now that yeah. we we definitely have love for him. Love you, Roger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our, we all met around the same. Well, I met you guys around the same time. Yeah, I um, well, I, I met Roger probably like a year or two before. Before I yeah, you guys you, were playing Roblox together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were playing Roblox together. Man, the story yeah, for, those... for how we met is so fucking cringe, bro. I... <laughs> hey, maybe you can have Roderick on the podcast one yeah, day. Yeah, maybe one day. One day I'll, I'll, one I might day. reach out to him if he wants to join my little cringe ass. That would be sick. Dude, I haven't heard his <laughs> voice in years, man. The last time I heard it, his voice was... Higher than the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, haven't heard the his new music? I've heard, yeah, I've heard it. Okay. But like his talking voice, you like know what I mean? Conversation, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So, uh, but yeah, any more questions? So, so Roderick, I kind of want to explore a little bit of our figure. So Roderick, then we got Isaiah. Isaiah is still yeah. still actively. Pre- I, actually, he was uh, uh, the person I interviewed for episode ten of the Backseat View. So, so he, the, yeah. anybody who's who's been watching, I would say, should, should know. I would say that mine and Isaiah's friendships decent. I mean, we're definitely not too close, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as close as you and him are. Um, sure. But yeah, Isaiah's, you know, musician and musician. I wish Isaiah, like, I know Isaiah's gonna get big one day. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like. Dude, sometimes you know you know how many people I've showed your music to, Isaiah. 
Give me fucking PR money right now. <laughs> uh, like your, your music is really well uh, put together as well. However, yo, if there's any producers out there who want to help a friend out, bro, like this guy needs <laughs> somebody with a DAW, like that, because t- tell the, tell the people right now how you put your music together, bro. Just. It's unbelievable. And he actually writes good music, but just listen to his process. Go. So the process of me writing music starts off, um, like, I I don't really get, like, my brain, like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but, like, I usually just write music on the spot. Like, I can just sit there. I'm talking about the recording and the actual, Oh, I'm I'm going to get into that. It it has to do with the recording. Um, But, like, you know, usually when you write music, you you already have like a melody in your head, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but like everything I have recorded on my SoundCloud, mm-hmm. that's all one take. Like I wrote that like shortly before I recorded it. Like that's, that's how my, my writing is. And the way I record it, <laughs> uh, and even makes fun of me for it. Um, or Gianni makes fun of me for it. <laughs> um, he uh i recorded on on audacity <laughs> uh <laughs> using a blue snowball right microphone <laughs> um but i mean hey it works for like the ideas you know like i just I need your the music definitely sounds good like i especially what was it misery of hell or something that one track yeah hell of misery yeah dude that track like i could definitely hear that being a radio single i just feel like it would sound so good if it was professionally like mixed and and produced or uh, not even just professionally but just actually uh exported from like a daw where where it was mixed to some degree like you're fucking doing it on audacity bro like what the fuck dude what the fuck's all that about bro (laughs) you want to know the process so much potential you want to hear the process of how we recorded that song uh how (laughs) Did you all? We uh, <laughs> um, going back to Audacity and the Blue Snowball microphone. We uh, at one point my bedroom was kind of a makeshift recording studio. <laughs> uh, we had the drum set in my bedroom, and um, I remember one take we recorded guitar and drums, and uh, I don't know if you can hear it in that recording or not, but you can like hear like background talking. Um, um not that i noticed but like yeah so just like in my bedroom with like a drum set and like guitar amps like the what most the makeshift recording you can ever think of is how we recorded you recorded song. all of them onto a separate track on on audacity yep <laughs> no. I tried to do as best as I can to mix it man but i, I i'm not it, a, but i feel like i just don't, shit. i don't have the audio equipment <laughs> yeah, but you should find somebody. If there's any producers or anybody who who could help Kate out, yo, like check out his stuff. Uh, it's gonna be down in the description. Like, if if you like what you hear and you feel like you can help, then then please reach out to him and and be uh be generous with the rates, cause uh, <laughs> cause his whole deal is he doesn't want to pay for pay a shit ton of money for the thing. So well. Well, speaking of guys that can record, I, I have a couple of guys in town that have studios and have, like, offered to help me record. Mm-hmm. But, like, man, the $20 an hour, oof. Yeah. It's a lot of money, especially if you're, you know, you work at a 
Thai restaurant. <laughs> um, I, I, I understand. I, it's, it's definitely not cheap, but I, I just feel like your tracks, I, I feel like it would be worth it for you to invest into that, man, because your shit, you'd actually build a really nice portfolio if you had some like yeah. really well mixed and produced uh, records. So... I'd, I'd, Speaking of music, I guess I can I can go into how it's been recently. Okay, go for um, it. Uh, well, see, since Corona happened, you know, we're still living in the times of Corona, <laughs> COVID nineteen. Absolutely. Um, yep. You can't you can't really perform wear anywhere mask, now. So. Yeah. <laughs> wear a face. Wear a face mask and <laughs> six feet apart, homie. Yeah. Um. But you know, with co- with COVID, you can't really perform anywhere now. Like bars are only accepting a handful of people, and they're not allowing. Ah, um, so you were looking you know, to like, get like actual gigs. Yeah, gigs, because mm. that's the only way. If you're see the genre of music I do, um, is not very mainstream anymore. Uh-huh. Uh You know what I mean? So like, people like me who are musicians that play that kind of music, you rely on playing live shows because that's the demographic that actually enjoys that music you know what i mean yeah um and man i miss i miss playing shows the last show i did was a christmas show (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's how long it's been since i've done any live music was back in december and that's really depressing december Um, 2019 yeah 2019 before corona to be honest i didn't Um, even know you you were doing sets at places yeah uh, me and a couple, of, me and uh, my old old group of guys, we were doing music again. Decided to, you know, let's do a couple of shows. We started playing bars, and we had, we got paid to play this like Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, after that, man, I, I went back solo. I started writing my own music again. Uh, really didn't play in a band setting any, and um, I remember a, a turning point in my music career was a couple of months ago honestly um i was playing with uh two friends of mine and um and i I bought a bass guitar i'm I'm usually i usually play uh guitar like regular guitar but like i picked up a bass because um uh, they were already guitar players so you know if you're in that setting you have to fit to what you can do you know what i mean um and i was playing bass for him and Man, the music we were making was like, it was great. You know, I thought we were going to go somewhere with it. And it was a bad time for us to actually, like, get somewhere with it. Because, like I said, you can't really perform anywhere right now. So, yeah. like, And didn't one of them end up hole. moving to a different yep. state, too? Yep. Uh, he ended up moving to Orlando, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, um, which kind of ruined that whole that whole thing we were i was so such yeah, a great time period in my life. On working on an album right yeah uh they ended up actually recording it um Wait. some stuff some personal stuff happened between me and them uh. and uh they actually recorded like four of the tracks um and they made it a little simple ep i they haven't released it yet if they did i'll i would give a shout out to it but it's not released yet okay um but yeah um, but yeah, so that was a turning point where I actually thought that we were going to get somewhere with music and it turns out that those dreams were ruined 
uh, due to two different crisis <laughs> crises <Yeah>. or <laughs> crisis or crises crises what's the right i don't know <laughs> crises <laughs> we're both unqualified um, to fucking but, put words um, together <laughs> but yeah that was a turning point but now i'm i'm currently i'm in the process of actually talking to the uh the old guys i used to play with the guys i played shows with mm. and uh i think we're gonna jam tomorrow actually oh really um we're gonna get together and play a little bit and see how it goes um i really so shout out to Brittany again um uh, <laughs> uh re- recent music i've been listening to is like a lot of like which she's like kind of turned me on to, you know. There's a lot of, of like modern like pop slash indie. Any, and, any uh, artists in particular that stood out to you? Like like the Wallows. Hmm. Anybody knows who the Wallows are? And there were some other ones, and I I forgot their name. She showed me them. Um, but I noticed when I was listening to these bands that a lot of the music they were making was like very bass driven. Um. And barely had any guitar. It was mainly bass and drums, and it was, it wasn't like computer generated bass and drums. It was actually like musicians. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was kind of like, you ever listen to funk music? A little bit. It was like funk music, funk music mixed with like classic rock. It kind of gave me that vibe. Hmm. Um, and I was like, dang, that, like, and like the vocal style that all of them use is like this low, like monotone singing voice which is like (laughs) not trying to hate on any of those bands or anything but like you know if you're having bass and drum heavy music and your your vocals are not very like dynamic then that music you know that music's kind of simple to make you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and i was i was thinking i was like what if i started doing that just to like see if i can get somewhere with it because i mean i it was enjoyable to listen to music you know what i mean yeah, and um, I and i'm a big fan of bands like tame and paula and mgmt and it kind of reminds me of that style as well hey, i would like to i would like to change genres <laughs> i would like to go into more psychedelic music yeah you know what i sure. mean so um but, so you're jamming out tomorrow with, with with these guys that's pretty dope so um yep what what other things do you uh what were some main influences you you feel um you had when you're growing up from from your childhood to to now to what's influencing you at this moment like like uh, influencing me emotionally or like musically uh from from any angles just any primary <laughs> sources of influence you feel I feel like just lifestyle changes changes honestly um like growing up i was kind of an innocent kid and then um i you know like a couple of years ago i started getting on the wild side which honestly is a wild side but it was like a life-changing experience for me um and i'm not sure if i can even like what i'm about to say on youtube or not but like you said I can't. I can't talk about drug use, can I? No, you can go for it. Oh, I can. Yeah. Um, I would say that like a one huge lifestyle like choice that I'm glad that I I decided to make, which I no longer dabble in, 
if anybody I know is listening to this podcast, um, uh, which is when I first got into cannabis. Um, um, my best that friend. That was a huge loss. <laughs> yeah, my best friend, he said. <laughs> uh, that was a huge lifestyle uh, change for me because I remember I was going through this really hard point in my life. And um, I was like, man, I've heard that this, I've heard that this drug, you know, it, it helps people with depression. And uh, I, I remember I was like, hey, I'm going to, I want to try it. I want to see how it goes. And I remember the first time I got high, um, I did some self-therapy. Like it got me through some, some hard times. So I think, I think cannabis for for changing my life because I feel like if it wasn't for me doing that drug, I would still be in the same headspace I was mm. a couple of years ago. So it, it influenced me uh, to like change my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely feel that. Um, for me, cannabis, uh, it's definitely possible. I understand that a large amount of, of the stigma, especially from, from the older crowd, um, they, they, uh, it, it can be perceived as, as just a drug. Like, you know, that's, that's such yeah. a, such it's a, it's more than just word. a drug. Yeah. It's such a, like, it's definitely a drug, but it's, it's, uh, the way it's perceived, you know, I mean, especially with it being scheduled one, uh, schedule one substance, that's what it's categorized as meaning it has no, no medical benefit and, and high potential for addiction. I mean, it's, it's definitely possible to get a dependency on it. And, and I know people who have a dependency, uh, dependency on it. And I've had a dependency on, yeah. on weed myself at certain points. Like I remember when I first got into it. Um, it, uh, I definitely agree with you in that it can, it can really open up your mind to just start thinking about these, just enter real deep thought and really enter a state of self-reflection because that definitely yeah. happened to me when I was, when I was around 17 or 18, I was, I was hanging with the wrong people and I was just making bad decisions. And I remember, uh, one day I was just smoking weed and I just, uh, I was super fucking high out of, out of my mind. And, <laughs> and I remember I just started entering this really deep thought about, about just my life and where I am right now and what lies in the future. Where's the things that I'm involved in right now? Where's that going to bring me the people who I'm surrounding myself with? How, how is that affecting me? And I just started looking at all these variables and and I it was very evident that I needed to make change and and uh, and acknowledging that was was such a huge step in beginning the process and taking the initiative to actually start shaping your life in the way you wanted it or at least pointing your sail in the direction you want it to be in. So um, yeah. uh, with that being said, though, it's like you know we're definitely not encouraging you to go smoke weed if you're like yeah if you're a minor or something like do use your judgment do your research because that's something i definitely did i was such a a little uh and you know i, I say I, I was a little bitch when it came to that shit but it was because <laughs> i definitely didn't know what the fuck it was before i did obviously yeah. and 
I wanted to understand it thoroughly to make sure it wasn't going to leave any severe permanent damage uh, to either my psyche right or, 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 you know, my physiological body. So uh, definitely See, just... We're not condoning the use... We're not condoning the use of drugs. <laughs> but definitely we're just make sure you're speaking about our experiences with it and trying to give some insight. Yeah. But use your judgment. If you're going to do it regardless of what we say, uh, then please do your research and and understand what you're getting to, uh, yourself into. And that I think that applies to any drugs or substances or whatever, you know? Yep. Uh, they can... They're, they're tools, you know, uh, and and obviously some stuff like fucking coke or heroin, like that. That's heroin. a no brainer. No, like, no, don't fucking do hard drugs. <laughs> like that shit. Like uh, really understand what you're getting yourself into, um, and and try to be yeah. mindful and mentally present uh, when when you're yeah. trying to decide objectively whether the decision you're about to make is a good one or not <laughs> you know uh yeah. don't uh, but you know don't be afraid to experience new things if if you're somebody who who hears uh marijuana or something and and you're immediately like oh these guys are fucking drug addicts or they're just fucking lazy stoners who don't do shit all day um that that's definitely not what the people who, who do that are all yeah. like there's definitely people who are like that and um, you know, they, they could give the community a bad rep, but you know, I think that yeah. that happens to things even outside of, of things like substances, you know, like if you listen to uh rap music, you know, a Karen might just assume that you're some like super <laughs> ghetto ass person or something, you know, like it is definitely not how shit works at all, you know, just blanketing yeah. somebody with a certain demographic or whatever so stay mentally present kids <laughs> practice meditation stay hydrated and get your fucking sleep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh so yeah um so time in my life or that actually it helped me man for sure uh, so what were you gonna say so I wanna I wanna touch on on your relationships uh, because if if that's okay with you, because because okay. uh, I feel like I really feel like you're um, as as I kind of grew up with you and shit. Uh, just seeing the timeline of your life like over time, gradually, just thinking about it, just I really feel like a lot of the shaping of who you were and how you behave and how it led to later events like such as recent events in your life that i'm sure we'll get to mm -hmm. um i feel like those relationships uh really affected you in ways that shaped you so uh and they definitely did yeah mm -hmm. so where, where do you want to go in like chronological order or do you just want to be general about it go go ahead however you feel i, I, I can i can tell a timeline um what was the first you know, uh, relationship you feel really had uh, an influence on you it was uh i was about 14 years old mm. and um uh and I'm, not, I'm not gonna say her name i guess i could say her name um uh, it doesn't really matter <laughs> uh, uh her name was shauna and shauna. um yeah shauna i think i remember and, his name slightly yeah that's a long Big time memory. ago mm. long time ago 
and um, yeah, we were together. It was a little, little like little high school thing. It wasn't really nothing major. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, uh, going back to school thing, I was you know I was depressed and you know I I was like oh shit, it's my first ever girlfriend. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it, it was it's a little high school relationship. Uh, she ended up cheating on me, sadly. Um, and after that's when I actually learned how to play guitar. It was because of that depression is the reason I learned the guitar. Um, right. But yeah, that was nothing major, you know. Shauna, that that allowed me to to learn how to play guitar, but like it wasn't really anything major, major. Um, and then, uh, like a year, year and a half later, I uh, I met this girl on Instagram. Um, her name is Isabella. Uh, I can By already way, say you it. Skipped. I don't know. What about America? She didn't shape you. I mean, bro, America was just fucking. Nah. I was twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's like that's like in the memory bank in the back of my head. Bro. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was pretty short no. too. It, it wasn't very long. Yeah. Um. So, so, like, so you met Isabel on, on Instagram. Yeah, met her on Instagram. Um, uh, she's probably listening. I don't, know, I don't know if she listens to your podcast or not. I don't, I, know if she I don't you. think so. She hasn't. She follows me on Instagram, but um, I don't think she yeah. she watches. Um, Maybe I'll clip this but, and send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, looking back at the relationship, uh, we definitely didn't have anything in common, you know? Yeah, um, something I noticed, I mean, right off the bat when you first introduced me to her and uh, when you came on the, I remember you you came on the Discord with her and Isaiah and I were already in there and uh, we were watching, it was Ice Poseidon's live stream, right? And he was in my city, yeah. he was in West Palm Beach, he was, yeah. he was literally right next to where I work and I was at home <laughs> and you were trying to get me to go to him, like I was about to fucking do that, bro. Like some guy on the same live stream in the place that he was at fucking pulls out a desert eagle like no bro, i'm not about to fucking and then they started desert, desert Andy. Gonna, yeah oh yeah bro they started calling him desert eagle andy but yeah no when when you guys came into the call um i noticed a lot of your personality was like adapted by her like she really it, it really sounded like it was just a female version of you that joined, and yeah, and that was that was a little weird, champ. Not gonna lie, like, like yeah. I, Isaiah and I were definitely talking about that when you joined. We're like, oh, whoa, like she just, was she just was the version the way of me. She behaved. It she, just seemed like she really emulated your being. Yeah, she was she was the version of me before like life-changing experiences like the toxic version of me you know what i mean mm. the side of me that i am glad i don't look back at um yeah i'm glad that that's not <clears throat> the, the you that's with me right now because <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah. that fucking side of you was fucking annoying as shit bro like <laughs> i would it was i mean i still talk to you because you were my homie but holy fuck were you annoying bro like you were fucking annoying <laughs> as fuck fuck as fuck 
Bro. That's a knee slapper right there. Because <laughs> yeah. I know it's true. <laughs> bro, like, I don't want to get into the shit you would fucking do, bro. And just the oh, way you'd be. Dude, I know. Especially when you were, like, I mean, sometimes the shit you would do was funny. But it's like when, sometimes we would just be trying to chill and have a normal conversation like we are right now. And you yeah. would just be like, dude, Minecraft 2, bro. I'm like, whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Minecraft 2.0. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> Oh, oh fuck, God. dude, nah. that's hilarious. Yeah, nah. Um, and and not to. Uh, <laughs> by the way, if Isabella is watching this, uh, she she you definitely had an influence on her too. Like the relationship definitely affects both sides, and she seems like she's doing very well now herself. So yeah, it's, I'm uh, glad. You know, I'm happy for her. Like yeah. I'm glad that I'm really happy that, for her too. You know, she's happy now. You know what I mean? Like I'm glad that. And look, hey, I'm happy now. Like, honestly, like, this between between me and you, Avon. I guess it's between everybody listening to the <laughs> podcast. <but> like, <laughs> but like me and Brittany, we've already given each other promise rings. Ah, like, ooh la yeah. la, <laughs> ooh la la, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll get to her here in a minute. I'll get to her here in a minute. Um, but yeah, me and Isabella, she, we were together for like four years, and. Uh, looking back at it, not time. really. I, I forgot that how was really you guys were on. You guys were, were together for a long yeah. time, man. And I remember yeah, that's why the, the breakup hit you real hard, right? Yeah. Like, real fucking hard. And... I'm sure it was difficult for her, too. But, you know, uh, to be honest, I, I really admire uh, the courage that she had to, to really make that decision, like, full yeah. on. And, um, Cause, cause I'm sure that wasn't easy on on either side, and she really, she really committed to it. So, I will say this. I will say this, Isabella, if you're listening. I don't like the way you did it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, but I, but I feel like if it, if you wouldn't have done it that way, then I wouldn't have been where I'm at right now. Mm. Uh, so, even though it was a pretty shitty thing you did, <laughs> uh, I thank you for being that shitty. Cause like you know, I'm here now. Um. Oh. It was yeah. It was four years of like us really not having anything anything in common, and um, it really, uh, I guess yeah, the only thing really we lived did off feel of really was just forced sometimes. Yeah, and, and, and you I guess know the what only reason really sorry sorry go ahead. What are you saying? Uh, you can go ahead. I, I still have it in my head. Just she, tell me something. I really re- like when I really realized that it was just like it was real fucking weird. It wasn't even just like that. She would really copy your essence kind of i guess but it was when you weren't in the call and it was just like say me her and isaiah in the call she was actually such a cool person to talk to like she wouldn't do the shit that you would she would only do it when you were there so i'm just like yeah no it was really (laughs) odd and i'm just like like it it was kind of like difficult for like i really don't like to talk behind people like i you know me if if i got something to say to somebody i'll just fucking say it to them yeah but it's like it was so hard for for me and isaiah to not talk about the fact that that was going on <laughs> you know cuz it was just yeah. like <laughs> so fucking odd such an odd really and and That's to be really honest funny. we did acknowledge that it was kind of unhealthy but you know, we just kind of figured you guys are going at your own pace and it'll unfold however it will. And, you know, it seems like it eventually caught up to you guys and some tough decisions had to be made. And in the long term, it it, uh, turned out for the better for the both of you, it seems. So that's that's good. And 
I mean, I wouldn't say that we're like friends, friends, but I mean, we still have communication with each other, and uh, like, I mean, we're on we're on good terms. I'm, you know, I'm happy for her, you know, she's yeah. happy for me, you know, yeah. and it's good. That's it's a good thing about it. But you know, after me and her broke ups, when I went down the rabbit hole of mm. drug use, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you you um, that was like peak. Um, I, I, I mean, I even remember at one point I had to, at one point I had to, uh, you, you were really, I, I don't know what the reasoning behind it, but it really seemed like that annoying side of you, the, you know, you, you know, the side that I'm talking about that was just really super goofy, couldn't take anything seriously and shit. Uh, that yeah. really got amped up. Like when, when after that relationship like when you weren't super sad about that um you were you were cranking that mode up super high and uh i remember one one day i i messaged you that um i forgot exactly what i said but i really told you to to you know that you i I think initially (laughs) yeah i kind of did tell you to fuck off i tried to do it in a nice way um because i understood what you were going through uh and you know the way you reacted i understood why as well i mean you just weren't in a good uh place mentally so so i understood but eventually um i guess when you when you had time alone or i don't under i don't know what was happening in your personal life or at the time but uh eventually you started uh it seems to start seeking more ways to improve right would you say yeah. that yeah i mean you really started whether it was watching youtube videos or just like trying to adopt new perspectives in lives or or uh you know educate yourself about things such as psychedelics or or <laughs> <laughs> other mind altering uh substances, substances. that yeah, yeah that that really do you, do you want to get into that right now we can't so, I would like to finish the relationship thing before we get into it, though. Sure, yeah, let, let's let's do that. So, um, yeah, I uh, I really noticed that when when you messaged me, because I never blocked you, I never saw a point in doing that. I just kind of let you yeah. know, you know, uh, you know, you're you're kind of behaving in in a really distasteful way. So I'd rather you not message me if that's how you're gonna behave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And and you know you didn't take it well, but um, I think eventually you you understood that you know yeah. the way well, you were behaving was pretty fucking annoying, bro. What the fuck? Well, you, <laughs> you know when I'm in, when I'm in that when I'm in that depressed headspace, like yeah. I don't really take anything too well. You know? Yeah, I, I, um, I understood that. I knew that. Like that's why I I really didn't take your reaction to it too uh, too personally or anything. So. And, yeah. and eventually you came back better than ever and it, it all worked out very well so yeah um, but yeah after after that I dabbled in drugs uh, started um, <laughs> bettering myself mm-hmm. um, and I uh, I had I, I dabbled with this one little it wasn't really a relationship we were just like talking and I was trying to I was trying to help her out because she was a user um, her name was Marianne um and she was huh. addicted to, I don't to think heroin I've heard and, and, uh, about this. and meth 
Because oh. she wasn't anything important. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Whoa, wait. If, she, yeah. if you're listening, she didn't mean that. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't mean it like that, but I'm talking about like relationship-wise. Yeah, I wasn't gotcha. important. Um, but yeah, she she's she was addicted to heroin and meth, and I was actually I was trying to help her get through. I was trying to help her get through that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And that wasn't really a relationship. It was just like somebody I was talking to, and it wasn't anything romantic or anything. It was just like kind of more of a friendship, you know. Um, uh, but then after we stopped talking, uh, I was like, "All right, your boy, your boy, join it, joining Tinder and uh, <laughs> downloaded Tinder." Um, and then I met this girl named Savannah, uh, and we. Looking back at that relationship, um, we were a little bit too much in common. Uh, like, which side? You know, you people are like, "Oh, you need some, you need somebody." The good side of me, not the okay. bad side, but that, like, that. <laughs> it also has to do with the fact that we we were born three days apart, and so we we have the same zodiac signs, um, and that really. I'm not sure if you're into like zodiac signs or not, but like personally, not. Uh, a lot of it makes sense. Like a lot of it makes sense, but um, we were a little bit too much alike uh, to the fact where like, um, and I'm sorry if anybody's listening that knows me personally, uh, family or anything, but um, uh, I really hope my parents don't find this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we we kind of like didn't help each other out in a positive way. We we just got high a lot. We just smoked a lot of weed, mm. honestly. Yeah. Um. So like that relationship was based off of drugs. Uh, it's not very healthy for a relationship. Yeah. Because no. I didn't really know her too well. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know her well at all. That's when you uh, was, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we didn't really. We had a lot in common, but like we didn't know we didn't know each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were like strangers, and the only time we had fun is when we were high. Um, and when we weren't high, it was just awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um. So yeah, uh, she broke off because she realized that she realized exactly what I just told you, and I realized the same thing. And so that relationship ended, and that one's gone and in the gutters. And honestly. It was it was a very creative um, time in my life because it it allowed me to like express my music a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and you know, doing mind altering substances that <laughs> tends to happen. Um, but yeah, uh, that relationship not really not really much in common, just a drug and infused relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, current current relationship is the one. After her is a girl named Brittany. Um, hello, Brittany. I know you're going to listen to this. I'm going to force you to listen to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, in my opinion, I've never said this to anybody in my entire life. Um, but I honestly think that we're like meant to be. You know what I mean? Um, like, I think I've found the one like soulmate type situation and i've never i've never experienced that with anybody in my entire life until i met britney and it's weird because like 
me and Brittany, we've only been together for two months, right? Mm-hmm. But it feels like I've been with her for like years. It feels like I've known her like my entire life. And um. we met through a. <laughs> uh, she's gonna laugh at this one. Um, oh, wait, fuck. I I forgot one. It wasn't a relationship, but like it was like. I went on a date with her one time, and it was it was actually Brittany's friend. <laughs> um, uh, Brittany's friend McKenna. That was that one didn't work Wait, out. You went but if it wasn't for McKenna, friends dates. Or yeah, you went on a date with one of her friends, and then you met her. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but if it wasn't for McKenna, me and Brittany would have met. Uh, um, because me, I, I downloaded Bumble, and then me and Brittany matched on bumble and i was like hey that's mckenna's friend and uh i told mckenna to message britney for me and uh now we're here and you know what's funny about mine and britney's relationship which is hmm. it's hilarious because it's like it just it it's like synchronicity type stuff you know what i mean um where I it's like mckenna mckenna's my friend right uh-huh. <laughs> and this is this is how we're going to segue into the next subject McKenna's my oh, friend. Wait, hold on, I was, right. I was a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna okay. We'll, we'll segue. Uh, we'll segue in, when you're ready. But it's a little, little dab, little dab. Uh, you know, McKenna, and then there is Terrence McKenna. Um, oh my god, you know, <laughs> that's a little connection. You know what I mean? All right, buddy. And then wait a second. <laughs> the details. No. Okay. And then. Uh, me and Brittany met on 420. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me that. That's funny. That's funny Which is yeah. that's that's so weird. You know what I mean? That that is um, pretty weird. But um, yeah, me and Brittany both are obsessed with mushrooms. Um, we both like psychedelic art. Uh, it's like when we're together, it's never a dull moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she honestly, seems like a very, very colorful person and, and very expressive too. Her art is is actually really great. I'll I'll, I'll leave a link uh, to her psychedelic art page down in the description as well. I hope I remember and like, to do that. She's <laughs> she's like helping me. I will say I will admit, in the time of this recording, current Cade is going through some mental stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, boy, working through it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Plowing through. Uh, and she's, yeah, she's flying through it. And she's, um, <laughs> she's there for me when I'm, when I'm in those states of mind. And, um, you know, she understands that I suffer from these mental problems and she's very supportive of me. She's, um, you know, she's, I, I stopped smoking the devil's lettuce as they would say. <laughs> I, I don't really smoke weed anymore. Um, because like, it's not because she doesn't. She doesn't care that I smoke, but like, you know, she like bettered me as a person. I don't really want to smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't um, see the need for it. Yeah. No need for it. And so, yeah. Uh, thank you, Brittany. Um, I guess that's all I can say. I'm happy in life right now in my current relationship. It's good to hear. You better take care of I'm my enjoying. boy, Brittany. Else, <laughs> you know, we're coming after you. We don't, we don't <laughs> take lightly to that. All right. Um, so, uh, what do you want to, how do you, how do you want to segue into this? <laughs> um, you want to, you want to start with how 
you're you first kind of got introduced to this word the the world of psychedelia well i was introduced to it mainly because of you honestly mr oh whoa gianni i don't put kids on <laughs> drugs people all right i don't do <laughs> so, so wait what was the first uh what, what did i start saying that that well you introduced me to joe rogan and then okay um yeah. you introduced me to like uh you ever done dmt by the way? And... <laughs> 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 you ever done dmt <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah joe rogan um, uh yeah, Duncan Trussell, awesome, awesome yeah. guy. Got a great show right now, yeah. The Midnight Gospel. Go check it out. Hey, I talked about yeah. The Midnight Gospel in my first episode of the Vaccine View. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Awesome show. Um, but, yeah, you introduced me to, like, you know, these, these guys. And, uh, you just uh, listen to their podcast. and listen and... to their podcast, and I got interested in it. And I was like, wow. And I don't want to offend anybody that's listening. Uh, but my personal views on religion are I'm more spiritual than any religion. You know, I'm not I'm not Christian. Um, and so my outlook on life is like I'm trying to seek something that would get me kind of a knowledge of what's going on in the universe. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and... <laughs> I guess this is how we can segue it is um psychedelics kind of allow you to do that and we're not condoning anything we're, we're about to tell you but like honestly that's also a li life changing life changing uh topic is psychedelics and psychedelics definitely have the potential to save your life and change it uh people not yeah. say like if you're dying from cancer psychedelics aren't gonna get rid of the tumor all right i'm sorry but if uh it, it, it's been shown in an actual medical trials that uh people's state of mind uh greatly um benefit from a high dose psychedelic experience and now these were these were in clinical trials uh Back in the day, I ain't got dates for you or anything. Or you, you can do your your own research if if you really want to question it. Um, but there there definitely is a lot of people who hear either psychedelics or acid. That's a very even just the word acid. Sometimes I don't like to use that word when I'm talking to people who I'm not sure understand psychedelics or not because it sounds yeah. like it sounds kind of like a threatening word like you know acid like when i think of acid i think of like the acid that fucking burns shit off of you you know so you might think oh you're taking a tab of acid you're fucking frying your brain when when actually uh i i if i'm not mistaken psychedelics have even shown to increase neuroplasticity which actually improves yep. physiologically improves the state of your mind and the neural connections that are made when you're under the state of a classical psychedelic like like LSD or psilocybin Mushrooms. and whatnot yeah <laughs> you your default you know I, I might butcher this but as far as as I've under I have understood 
uh, we have what is known as a default mode network in our brain. And it's the system that kind of keeps a leash on all the other different parts of our brains. And when you take psychedelics, it quiets that system down and that <laughs> the reducing valve just fades away and you experience reality and consciousness in a way that you've never experienced before in such a raw way and you you can it, it has a lot of potential for gaining insights you you really start to understand uh like the vibe of things like that's something that i really and i and i fucking love the word vibe i literally wrote it in my planner today as something that i'm grateful <laughs> for the word vibe because it, it just it's, it's a good way a good word that just expresses um the energy in a room like right now i feel like the energy we have right now uh <laughs> it's pretty good um here here yep. on the backseat view episode 20 by the way and um <laughs> it it's uh it really makes you aware of all the the external and internal factors that really affect that vibe the way you react to something the way the setting is laid out the context of your life in that current moment all these things start being made aware to you and you 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 analyze it and are gaining this perspective in a state of mind where you really could can feel like you understand things on a whole nother level and to be quite honest you uh when when you sober back up after the experience is over you may not necessarily remember the experience exactly how it happened but you're aware that there is another side to the coin and that you trust the insights that you gained from that experience a lot of people who yep. aren't familiar with psychedelics you know you you think you see like these cartoons and bro i've never seen any of that shit in my life on psychedelics yeah like like psychedelics it, it's is really... not not i remember the first time i dabbed in it is not how people describe it. it is not unicorns and rainbows the, definitely none not. of that and yeah it does have the potential to turn into a horribly bad experience um and they're labeled bad trips i'm one of the people who likes to call them challenging trips because even in the psychiatric field, when they were sh when they were having these trials, the people who had uh, seemingly the worst experiences, they came out with the most gained insight. And in the long term, when they would do um, new surveys with them, they they'd have shown the greatest amount of growth out of the rest of the participants in the study. So uh, definitely, if you're not familiar with this area of subject, definitely dive into it if if it sounds interesting because it definitely has its place in uh in the world i i don't agree with it being labeled a schedule one again like marijuana where it's uh it's claimed to have no medical benefit even though there's literally research that's been burned uh because of when it was sweeped and and placed under schedule one and, and also highly addictive. These psychedelics, most of the classical psychedelics are actually anti-addictive. Um, I mean, first of all, you're going through this insanely long experience. Depending on the dose, it could be intense. And, the, you know, when you're done with it, you're just like, holy shit. You know, like, 
like if you just fucking climb Mount Everest, like you want to go home and enjoy yourself and, and, and <laughs> think about the experience. You don't want to fucking climb it again the next day, you know? Um, and of course there's also the tolerance property to it where your body will, you would literally have to take like twice the amount the next day to get similar effects to uh, the trip or experience you had the day before. And even in then, um, in my experience at least it it feels like this very watered down experience so it's best experience when you weight out the tolerance and and uh and a lot of people would also agree that it's a lot better to space out your trips like um months even years apart for some people who have already feel or who already feel like they they've gained a lot from it they see it as a tool and if they feel that their life is going pretty well and that they don't need to uh tap into that in that moment they don't feel the need to it they're they're happy and they have progress going for them and they're they're living a meaningful and fulfilled life so they they don't see a need you know of course there's people who who use it with the intention of of um of just having a good time and personally i don't think there's anything wrong with that uh depending on the situation of course uh and how responsible people are being and and how everything is set up because there's definitely also people who look at it as a total party drug and they have n no intention of really gaining anything like waking up the next morning um with something new to integrate into their life yeah so hopefully uh anybody who had their doubts about substances such as that Hopefully, with the explanation I just gave, uh, you uh, you may have some more questions about it, and I encourage you to do your research. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like he was saying, like life-changing experiences. Um, it, it allowed me to become. It allowed me to to realize, you know, that life is is more than what it seems. Um, I've done mushrooms like a handful of times. I've done LSD once. Uh, not really. From that from the LSD trip, I'm not really. I guess it was because of the dosage, but like, it didn't really do much as shrooms did for me. Um, yeah, when you it came did, to like getting into some, my psyche. Some. Uh, you want to talk about the doses you did on shrooms, buddy? You kind of went <laughs> went to town. <laughs> I have. I've done heroic doses, like, probably more than what I should. I remember the first time I tripped on mushrooms, um, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, it was a new substance. Yeah. Usually you're supposed to... I didn't have a, I didn't have a, uh, a scale either, so it was just, like, mystery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, one after another, after another, after another, five-plus grams into mushrooms later, I'm laying on my bathroom floor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thinking I'm going to die. <laughs> so... <laughs> definitely, um, definitely, you can definitely have a bad trip, but like, um, that's not all the time, you know, it was the first experience, and I did it pretty, pretty idiotically, um, uh, but through that experience, it, it showed me that, like, you know, I should start appreciating the people around me more, and love, uh, stronger, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, man. um... After, I remember it was the first time I, I really tripped and uh, 
it turned into a bad trip because I started thinking about that stuff and like I don't I just didn't go with the flow. You're supposed to go with the flow. You don't don't resist it, you know? Yeah. Man. Um and uh so I started having this <laughs> I feel bad like trip. The way I, I just said yeah, man, the sounded so hippie like. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but like yeah, um I ended up having a bad trip and I went to my bathroom and I was sweating profuse, profusely. And um, I thought I was going to die that night. And then, <laughs> thankfully, I had experience with other psychoactive substances, such as cannabis. And uh, I kind of realized that I was high. And then that's all that's <laughs> happening. And um, I uh, got myself back to my bed, cool drink of water, the fan on me. And I, I realized that, you know, I'm going to live and that I should appreciate this moment that I'm actually going to live. And um, fell asleep. I woke up the next morning with a whole new appreciation for life. Because, um, you know, it felt like I was going to die. You know what I mean? For sure. And like how, how you said, how you said bad trips are just challenging trips. And that's exactly what they are. Um, just because you're having a bad trip doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. You know, bad, bad trips, they show you what you need to, to improve on yourself. Um, sure. um, and it's kind of weird cause when I, when I, like when I do shrooms and stuff, I kind of like want to think about stuff like that, which would send you into a bad trip, but it's like, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want a bad trip because it shows you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that was, that was the first time I ever tripped on five plus grams of psilocybin mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is way more than what Terrence McKenna would recommend. Terrence <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, for um, anybody who doesn't know, is the OG psychedelic daddy of of the world. Um, and I and I remember after that, I was like, okay, I survived a five plus gram mushroom trip. I, I this this is pretty easy, you know. I was challenging myself, and so um. I did it. I did it another time, and it was better. And I did it another time, and it was better. And um, you know, I kept testing myself with it. And mm. uh, I, I think I saw an interview somewhere. I forgot who it was, and they were they were discussing it. Like, keep testing it until you 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 know you finally find your comfort spot. You know what I mean? Kind of take true. what you learn. I think it was Psych Substance, um, who talked about great it. Great channel. How uh, that's actually great how channel. I got introduced to. The psychedelics so I, from Adam's channel. Shout out to Psyched Substance, great resource for for understanding harm reduction and some of the intricacies, I guess you could call them, of yeah. psychedelics. So check them out if you're interested, for sure. I remember he uh, he said in one of his videos he was like, "You take that experience you learned from your last trip and you incorporate it into your next trip," and uh, that's exactly what I did. Um, I started hydrating myself. I bring water. I you know, I, I try to make it so it's a good setting, a good set and setting. And um, uh, I remember I was going through this little relationship bump between me and Brittany because, you know, like all relationships, you have your ups and downs. And uh, that's just how it is, you know. Yeah, man. And, um, and it was mostly my fault because, like, my mental state the past couple of months, the past month, past couple of weeks, it's just been like, on the decline i'm not sure what it i think it's i don't know i don't want to think it's my month you know 
Mm. And uh, so the last time I trip, I uh, I went to this trip with the mindset of changing all of that, and um, I took a very low dose compared to the doses I've taken because I usually dose very high. <laughs> I'm not sure why I dose so high. <laughs> um, I guess it's just because I enjoy being dosed very high. Um, but uh, it was a 3.5 uh, mushroom trip. It started out as a 3.5, and I told I told you like days before that I wanted to do the Terrence McKenna Silent Darkness five gram mushroom trip. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a night after I to- I think it was a night after I told you that that I did it. Um, and uh, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna start with 3.5, and then I uh, I scaled it out 3.5. Ended up um, taking more than 3.5, <laughs> probably about six grams of mushrooms. Um, <laughs> big difference. Um, <laughs> that's a big old dose. Were you compensating um, for tolerance? Yeah, because because I I tripped like not long before that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I thought my tolerance would be low, or my tolerance would have uh, been built up. But I was way wrong. <laughs> uh, and it, it ended up being the most intense trip I've ever experienced. And uh, the reason it was so intense is because, like, I experienced this thing that people in the psychedelic community would call oneness. Mm-hmm. Um, samadhi. And, yeah, samadhi. And uh, it may sound crazy, uh because I already know me and me and you're going to get into this discussion about it. It may sound crazy to like people who've never experienced it before, but like if you've ever had that, that psychedelic experience, you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, feeling that <clears throat> you are the entire universe experiencing itself. Yep. Yeah. And I remember, I remember that night it started out. I wanted to do a silent darkness. I wanted to try to, to get ego death, right? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> is, ego death and oneness are they? They're not like the same, right? Like, um, I, 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 I think some, uh, some, it's possible to have the ego death with without um, samadhi without being in that state. But I think like your ego is definitely fully dissolved when when you're in that state yeah. of oneness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah, sorry. Out of silent darkness, I guess I can go into the the details I remember because I don't re- really remember that much from that night. Mm-hmm. Um, started out, I was in darkness, right? And I put the blanket over my head. And when you're on psychedelics, if you're people people who you know you've gone your entire life here, and people say don't look in the mirror on LSD. Or don't look on the mirror on shrooms, but like I've never. My, I love in, looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but in my experience, and uh, I'm gonna explain it this way: when you're on psychedelics and you look in a mirror, it you get so drawn into it that it seems like you're looking at yourself through someone else's eyes. Um, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. I I'm not sure like that's the perspective I have when I do it, uh, but I understand what really? you mean. Yeah. 
No, it doesn't um, feel like well, I'm for me, looking it... at myself from somebody's eyes. <laughs> well, f well, for me, it seems like I'm looking at myself through someone else through someone else's eyes, and um, like I remember the first time I looked at myself in the mirror, I was so I was like so drawn into it that I was like, oh shit, like that's me, like. <laughs> like I'm, you know, you know what I mean. I'm like I'm talking to myself, <laughs> like a, and, uh, a fucking Neanderthal looking at himself in, in like the reflection <laughs> of the water for the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you fucking feel when you're when you're like you feel like you're in such a primal state when you're on those substances. Like shit feels so raw. Oh man, especially shrooms, because like. Talking. I remember, I know every time I look at myself on shrooms and I have like a little bit of facial hair, I just look like a straight caveman. <laughs> like, 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 bro. Yeah, for real. Even, uh, even without facial hair or like if I've trimmed it recently before I did the trim, like just the texture of my skin feels or it looks like in the mirror. It just looks so, so like. Like, it feels like, it looks like I've never taken a shower before or some shit. Like, I see every little, like, like, a uh, indent uh, in the skin and everything. Like, all the, yeah. the texture and detail. And I see all the fucking, like, my acne and shit and <laughs> in so much detail. I'm like, holy fuck, I look gross as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, because I remember... I remember I was, <laughs> I was, uh, hold on. Somebody's coming at the door. Oh. Okay. Um, special segment. Yeah, give me Somebody's one at the door. One second. Banana, Might want to pause banana. it real quick, Abe. All right, we're, we're back. Uh, Cade, Cade's mom came in and <laughs> screwed up our old joint. Interrupted the yeah, vibe man, with that gun, bruh. Yeah, man. We're, I, I Interrupted we it, man. I speaking about, to be honest. Oh, I was discussing, I was discussing, like, uh, how I look like a fucking caveman in the mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the last time I was tripping, I remember, um, I remember I was, I was looking at myself, and I was like, damn! Because, like, uh, I was watching TV one night, and I was, I was watching this, like, documentary, um, and, uh, fucking everybody on the TV looked like a fucking orc from, like, <laughs> World of Warcraft or something. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And I remember um, I looked at myself in the mirror and like, dude, my chest, like the freckles on my chest were like intensified. I look like fucking Shrek, dude. That is fucking <laughs> Oh my God. That's um, funny. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, psychedelics, they really do have a, a, a purpose. Um, allowed me to get through spiritual stuff. Um, I experienced oneness. Um, and... I'm sure so that the night that I experienced that oneness, what what'd you say? I said I'm sure that that gave you a, a lot of perspective. Like when you have an experience like that, you may not even thoroughly understand it, but it's like just the amount of perspective it gives you. It just uh, it it just shows you where your priorities should actually lie. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, and um, so yeah, uh, that trip went from a. Uh, Five gram silent darkness trip of me being in my spare bedroom with the cover over my head, thinking that I'm in this black void, right? Yeah. And then slowly but surely, um, I really started to experience, really started to experience oneness. 
And uh, the trip started out, I was seeing like these pyramids and these eyes and, you know, like e Egyptian writing. And uh, I was like, oh man, this is, this makes no sense, but I understand exactly what it means. And, <laughs> and, um, and so um, I was, yeah, that happened. And then I went to my room and um, started watching Thank You, Grateful Dead, for, for allowing me to to experience oneness because I uh, was watching some Grateful Dead live show and um, fucking everybody on there, man, I felt like I belonged to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what's going on? Like they were me. I'm hearing a zipper. Oh, that was my tent, man. I was checking to see it. <laughs> Remember, I'm, I'm in a tent, guys, <laughs> and it's raining outside. Not only am I in a it's tent, raining? but it's oh, raining. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Now you you had an experience in this uh in this trip where you said you were brought to this guy on like, yeah. what, what what happened? Who was, <laughs> yes. who was this guy? How did you what happened in this experience that led you to him? What did you gain from him? What what happened with that whole guy? <laughs> So, I was on Facebook, um, you know, like how every uh, Zoomer would be in 2020, and um, I was chilling, sitting there on, on Facebook, and in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, you know, my aunt, because I, I have an aunt and uncle that are like old hippies, mm -hmm. and I know, I know that they both smoke pot. But I, I never thought about them ever doing psychedelics. Mm -hmm. But when I was watching when I was watching this Grateful Dead concert, like the way they were acting just reminded me a lot of how my aunt acts, you know. Uh -huh. And because um, she's like goofy, you know, she's like upbeat and goofy, and she's like all, you know, she's like hippy dippy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I was on Facebook, and I was I was trying to figure out if she was into the Grateful Dead or any, like, other, like, old psychedelic band. Just because, like, if she was, then, like, I knew that she has <laughs> done psychedelics. And, um... So I was going through her Facebook page trying to search to see if she ever listened to him or not. Or, like, liked it on Facebook. And I found this guy's page that my, my other aunt shared to that aunt. And, like, I went to his page and I could just, like... I had this sense that, like, I knew who this guy was, but, like, I had never even met this guy in my entire life, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, fucking, I was sitting there, I go through his music on his Facebook page, and I just see all the bands I listen to, like, every single band I listened to was on his, on his Facebook page. And I was like, um, like, I felt this, like, great feeling of just, like, meeting him mean him being the same person you know what i mean huh. and um and so i messaged him i was like hey this might sound weird but we're the same consciousness because this was shortly after i was watching this um this interview that uh oh what's his name i forgot his name he, i was watch? watching the speech it wasn't alan watts I, I forgot who it was um but I was listening to it, and, like, he was talking about, you know, these psychedelic experiences, because I was already having that oneness experience at this time. And, like, I was, I was experiencing the oneness, and it, it attracted me to this guy, and I messaged him, 
And uh, I told him, like, you know, hey, I don't know you. You never met me. But I feel like we're the same consciousness. And, uh, you know, mind you, I was high on, like, a high dose of mushrooms. So, like, everything that was happening was very fucking crazy. And I remember he responded. He was like, he was like, yeah, brother, we're all just riding this wave or, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, then, he, then he sent me this video, uh, Quantum Something of the universe which kind of explained how like we're all just made up of atoms and like if you break it down further enough that there's literally nothing like you know what i mean hmm. I haven't and um seen that video but, I'll, I'll show you that video yes, after this yeah, podcast i'd like to see but, those videos um, that he sent you because he sent you a few didn't he yeah he sent me a, a handful hmm. and um he sent you even so, some yeah. stuff by like edgar Allan poe as well Yep, Edgar Allan Poe and sent me some Alan Watts. Uh, I've been listening to a whole lot of Alan Watts ever since that night. Um, Alan Watts, good yep. And uh, so, yeah, like, I experienced this this one this trip, and honestly, I just look at life in a completely different perspective. And this may not make sense to anybody else, but me and, me and Gianni <laughs> are the same consciousness. We we all uh, we're just uh, we're all of the same too. consciousness. I definitely had experiences where I mean, when you're in that state of oneness, that's what I feel that you are literally everything, all of experience happening at once. Yep. You just you're everything, and it it you get that feeling that consciousness precedes the universe. It doesn't originate or it's not sparked in the brain. The brain is. A lot of people have said it, it could very well be rather an antenna for consciousness rather than than where where it is spawned per se, you know. So I I yep. I share that view with you as well that we are all of the same consciousness, and and that really that really oh. helps with with uh, being compassionate with people and understanding just other people's perspectives just knowing that they have their own story and we all have desires and and pains and suffering and ups and downs and and it it, it just really helps you even in inner interaction on a subconscious level when when you've had an experience like that and and you're really intertwining with somebody uh mentally when you're speaking to them or, or considering their perspective or deciding how to approach a situation or or how nice you are to to people you know even if they're they're yeah. not so nice to you you know because you never know what's happening on their <laughs> reference point of consciousness you know <laughs> what their human yeah. suits going through <laughs> So yeah, being being this guy from the small town in in Mississippi, I uh, I've gained a lot of experience, man. And it's it's a shame that you know not a lot of people understand what we just explained, you know. But I, I'm sure some you know, people we're all... get interested, and 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 you know if that's. If that's all we did, if we do even that for one person, plant that one seed to potentially allowing somebody to change their life or, or at least understand, even if it's just to understand 
um, the the stigma surrounding this a little more and not just dismissing it as as this like you know this this hard core schedule one party of drug that obviously it can be used irresponsibly but like a lot of people say it, it's a tool you know and you you can you know you could use a hatchet to chop down a tree or you know you could you know murder a whole family or some shit you know it's it's how you use the tool it's not it's you can't just label something as as bad and just like leave it there that's the only thing it is it's a bad thing unless it's heroin yeah so unless <laughs> <was> heroin <laughs> yeah there's, there's definitely like like hard drugs stay just just do your research and trust your judgment like your true unbiased judgment which sometimes it's hard to do like if you know you have bias then be honest with yourself and ask yourself that question if your answer or perspective on something is biased you know it's yeah it's really understanding your own the nature of consciousness itself and how you perceive things so <laughs> So, uh, you got any more questions for me? Uh, no, I, I really don't. And I really, I think, I think that's a good note to end it on. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good. I just want to give a message to everybody. All right, go for it. Love your brother and uh, stop spreading hate. Love your and brother. That, uh, Are you promoting incest? Love your I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> love your fellow human being, and uh, support your local musician. Yeah, man. And um, fucking, I guess we're all keep enjoying the podcast. Together. Hey, we're all we're all <laughs> hey, we're all on this on this wave together. And if you guys. Uh, if you guys want to check me out, you can. Uh, I don't really have any music released yet. I was about to say, uh, is not, there anything not, you want to plug or shout out? Uh, go for it. I guess you can just tell them my SoundCloud, but like, I don't have anything professionally recorded, so don't expect much over there. Um, if you enjoy the snippets of music, let me know. But uh, yeah, so yeah, this was a this was a fun podcast, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun too. I'll, I'll leave his. Uh... I'll leave whatever links he wants me to leave down in the description below. Thanks for coming on, my man. And thanks for the su the support you've expressed for the show. Like, it really does mean a lot. This guy was the first person to be consistently watching this podcast and, <laughs> and, and telling me how he enjoyed it and how he notices at least a small amount of growth in, yep. in what I'm doing. And trust me. There are some big changes coming in future episodes. I'm really trying to, to, to push this further, homie. So, so expect some some big changes. Um, uh, yeah, thank you so much for making to for making it to the end. If you have, if you made it to this point, make sure uh, you follow me on my social media. If if you haven't, I post some stupid dumb shit on there sometimes. Um, Make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the bell if you want to be notified whenever any new episodes are released. Uh, rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts. That that would mean a lot. Follow me on any of the platforms. That I'd appreciate any and all of that. And you know, contact me if you want to have a talk. You know, I I really no no. You know, it's not like I'm some big name. Like if you want to be my friend, reach out, man. I, I fucking love meeting new people. So uh, 
yeah that that's it have a great rest of your day stay hydrated get those eight hours of sleep episode 20 of the backseat view podcast it's done let's go all right i don't want to hear that disgusting noise all right later folks